oi. Oi, oi, oi. Coming off a dub, a dubber, a Joe Flacco ball game. Four turnovers for this Cleveland Browns defense. But that game has already been forgotten because it is Thursday. And there are six Browns claimed by the injury reserve ending their season. The Browns now have 14 players done for the rest of the year. Uh, Sheesh. Dude, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And and the the crazy thing is that we're sitting at eight and five. (laughs) That's just a... That's a testament to coaching. We, I mean, I've been critical, but I've been also, you know, being be like, well, I'd rather have no other coach at this point. And to be eight and five is is incredible with all these injuries. This week alone, the day after Grant Delpit signed a three year extension, which I am so happy about, um, he is now out for the season. Obo Okoronkwo was out for the season with a torn pack. Tawan Jones is out for the season, um, which is our backup tackle. So now we're on our third string tackle. Um, James Hudson will get the start for the rest of the year, most likely, which has, I believe, a current rating on PFF at 38.5. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dedrick Wills is out for the season. After after we were being told that he will be back, he is not, and and he is done and has gone under surgery. Ah, uh, man, it never ends. Um, oh man, you gotta forget my boy, Maurice Hurst. Also, Maurice Hurst, big with a number pack as well. Well, insane, dude. That's that's another one that that honestly came out of nowhere for me, right? Like, I I I I was really not expecting that as well. I feel like no one else was expecting that, but he's having a great season. That was one of those guys that we took a flyer on that that really really showed up this season and uh, could have had a big payday, right? And might still have a big payday elsewhere. Um, I could see him coming back to the Browns next year, you know, on a, on a one or two year contract. So I hope that happens because I really enjoyed him this season. You know, I think he brought a, a very good vibe uh, to this defensive line. Now saying that, I think we, even though with all those injuries, uh, we had a very good game this past week. Uh, we had to roll this back into to one video this week is crazy, crazy week. But Joe Flacco looked great, man. You know, we they offered a lot of layups to him, and he took advantage of it, uh, especially with Njoku. Uh, obviously, two touchdowns. It, it, was, it was a great performance. And, man, we got another dub. So the, the run game wasn't incredible, um, but but Flacco took over the game, and, and that is such an awesome statement to have on our fourth quarterback, right? Like Joe Flacco, a 38-year-old quarterback, and, and, you know, really diving deep into Joe Flacco real quick because, you know, we, we always see these quarterbacks, right, that leave their team, their first team, and then get, like, a pretty nice contract and do pretty well for a few years, right? 
Um, these guys, I mean, he's a Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl winner. Um, you know, went to Denver, didn't even last a full season. And, you know, and then kind of bounces. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like there was always something there. Even last year, I saw like he still had it in him, you know. And I think giving this this time off for rest, uh, sometimes you need rest. Sometimes, and he and he got that rest, and his arm looks better than ever, man. And uh, I, I feel confident with that. If we get the run game going, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weirdly to say dynamic <laughs> on the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> Uh, we haven't had a, a, a quarterback throw for over 300 yards this year, except with Joe Flacco. So, um, I don't know where else to go, but brother, um, with this well, team, you know, the, the I mean, question marks keep piling up, but I'm still here. I'm still ready. And I'm still excited every week. Yeah. It's just like some question marks get put to bed and we get some new ones the next week. Yeah. Um, well, the fortunate thing is, I, I mean, you can disagree with me if you want. I thought James Hudson played a pretty good game this past week. Outside and, of penalties, he's he's tied for the seventh most penalties in the NFL. Uh, uh, that is a rough stat to argue about. But I, I agree. He didn't play terrible. You know, he, he, he definitely, you know, held against the pass rush. But, man. Um, well, still, I, I thought he played a pretty solid game against two bookend tackles and um, Josh, Josh Allen and Travion Walker. Sure. Um, you know, that I, I think realistically, we, we already got to put this Jacksonville game behind us, even though we wanted to celebrate it. It's time to focus on Chicago. Um, coming off a two-game win streak. Uh, mm-hmm. They knocked off the Detroit Lions, who really just couldn't get it going against the Bears. Um, Justin Fields put on a highlight reel um, of plays with his uh, new receiving partner, and DJ Moore. Um, DJ Moore's taken a lot of plays out of the backfield in a wildcat. Um, in the backfield with Justin Fields. So it's they're getting very dynamic with their offense. They're still in the bottom of the league in passing offense, but they're number two now in rushing offense. Within the last couple of weeks, their defense now has the second most turnovers in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really starting to heat up, which this is a team that I thought in the beginning of the season – that their defense was going to take that step forward. And you're starting to see it catch on here late later on in the season. Um, the Bears are they're five and eight at the moment, but unlike the AFC, the NFC's wildcard spots are kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think you can say the fifth seed is either going to be the Cowboys or the Eagles, but um, as far as six and seven go, you got the Packers, who just dropped one to the Giants. Um, You also have the Vikings, who they're hanging on by 
a thread. Yeah, um, and and I, I believe they're they're starting Nick Mullins this week. So, yeah, uh, they've benched Josh Dobbs for the rest of the season. He's not only played. he's not only benched, but he's actually resorted back to the emergency backup. So he's the third string guy. How the um, so. Yeah, so every, everybody that hated on the Browns for those couple of weeks that he played very well about us getting rid of him, I felt really crappy for those couple of weeks, dude. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, it is Josh Dobson. L- great story. I feel like he's a great guy. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the, the distinction between DTR and him at the, mo- at the time of, of that trade wasn't really a thing. So... Yeah, um, but the Bears are only a game or so out of the hunt. I feel like they can find a way in. They've been hot ever since Fields has came back from injury. Um, I think Fields has a little chip on his shoulder with all the rumors of the Bears going quarterback with their one of their first-round picks. Sure. Um, and I think he says, I beg to differ. Um, he's played very well in this offense, and they're, they're starting to find a little magic here in December. Um, I think the Browns, um, as far as where they're at right now, are, they come off a good win. Um, they're feeling pretty good about Joe Flacco, but how much longer can they keep on going with these injuries? Where is mm-hmm. their breaking point? It yeah. could be. It could be this week. We don't know. We're we're gonna have to come out and try to overcome it. But they're really starting to pile up, and it's a problem. Ideally, they only need to put to get put together two more wins. I think to stay in this race. Um, but I I think the one that you need is this week, just to kind of put it away because you have other games this week with major playoff implications that yeah. could help. Yeah, you, you got to solidify yourself. And and speaking of injuries, I mean, the Bears have suffered a pretty big injury on that defensive line um, the past, what, day or two that, that it came out. Um, it was Yannick Higakwe is, is out for the season now. So that makes it a little easier. Um, going into this week, and and especially on that, makes it a lot easier on that. I said that pretty beat up uh, offensive line that we have. Um, but like like I did say, it I, they are holding up actually decently well, and you know, and I I do think they're really game planning around it, which which you need, um, you know. But this this game does it's it's a weird matchup, but I I do look at the bears and justin fields in general as a guy that is is a very good scrambling quarterback and has crazy talent on his feet but that his deep ball or anything that needs to be an accurate pass is just not there and i I think this past week with trevor lawrence with a lot of those balls that he needed to be accurate but i don't think he had that planting foot I don't think Justin Fields has that foot in general to to really plant or even to get get the ball downfield or even to make a accurate pass that you know kind of like we saw with Flacco that hits you right in the numbers and he just he just doesn't have it. And I like Justin Fields, but this 
when we look at a guy like Emerson Newsom, I mean, they had three picks be- between them because of these balls that were inaccurate. That's going to be massive. And, and I know we said it last week, but Denzel Ward should be back this week. He should be back this week. So that bolsters it as well. And I really think if, if we can eliminate this run game and really just focus on um, you know, him making these precision throws is going to go such a massive way. And I, I think about what the 2021 when we played them. We did this, we did the exact same thing, and Miles had a freaking field day. And it we we blew them out pretty much. I mean, I think they scored six points on that entire that entire game. So, you know, I I really think it's gonna it's it's that classic game plan of like stop the run, which obviously is a very tough thing to do, especially losing a guy like Grant Delpit. But we still have guys like uh, Taki Taki and JOK that are I think said have, we have these guys for this type of player and. That's going to be it. Where if we can stop those those runs and those 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 designed runs, and even if he's like out of the pocket looking for a pass and just rolls out and there's open open space, like if we eliminate at least a portion of that and really have him throw the ball a lot, that is going to be the distinction of a, a winning game and a losing game is how many yards we can give up on the ground. Exactly. I, I think uh, we're going to have to start this segment um, and our keys to the game. And I think definitely one of them is going to be stopping the run, whether it be Fields or the the duo out of the backfield um, and their running backs and uh, Don, Deontay Foreman and Khalil Herbert, who just came back. And they also have a young guy in Roshan Johnson that um, – They've kind of been feeding off each other's energy. So the Browns have to tighten up once again. Um, they did a very good job of shutting down Travis, Trevor Etienne. Um, it just Let's make it back-to-back weeks. This is a very effective running offense. Um, you, you just got to make them one-dimensional. And you have to force fields to throw the ball. Um, he is... He is prone to throwing interceptions. He wants to make the big play. He's a young quarterback. That's what they're going to be looking for. So you got to be able to take the run game away from him. Don't let him extend plays on his legs. Uh, It just plug up the middle, contain the outside. And pretty much I think that that could really get this defense going. Um, Just starting there on the line of scrimmage yeah i i definitely agree man um another key to this game is is just be consistent on offense have that balance of the run and pass and 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 really have this defense that is is starting to get going on, on the bear side kind of guessing and second guessing especially with this loss of Yannick Ngakwe it's it's they're going to have this one of these pieces that are gone and really start thinking about like you know are you, it's Joe Flacco but continue making these passes i mean he was so good in 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 these in these play action passes the percentages are crazy like 8 for 11 and 
I mean, keep doing those, keep having these layup throws. And I know that's hard to say, but if you scheme around and, and open David Njoku that has no one near him by 20 yards, um, that's hard to do. But if it works, it freaking works, man. So continue doing these kind of shifty uh, uh, routes that you give to different players on different hot routes. And, you know, so just keep doing that. But the big thing is we got to get this run game going, man. We got to get it going. These last two weeks have been kind of kind of tough. Um, we haven't seen a ton of carries by Jerome Ford, and I haven't really seen any injury update on him if he even has an injury. Uh, but we need to get him going. He's He's been very uh, – I feel like he's been like the number two the last two weeks. So, you know, I'd, I'd definitely like to see that change because you, you see flashes. Like he had like a 15, 20-yard run last week, and then you didn't see much of him for the rest of the game. So let's let's get, you know, our, uh, our running back by committee going again and, and really start to make these play-action passes work and uh, really get this defense guessing. All right. So this brings us to the next segment in our Cowtails players to watch. Um, I think once again, it's going to be big, big, mighty Joe Flacco again. Um, just keep, keep the trains on the track. Um, let's play action offense. Um, kind of idea, ideally what Stefanski wants to run. This is what he, this is his bread and butter. Um, this is the Baker Mayfield office we saw for a handful yeah. of years. <laughs> it really but, is. It's like, this is what he wants to run. Yeah. Um, this time of year, this is an offense that, you know, is good against zone coverage. It's good against uh, blitz heavy teams because you're going to catch them off balance. You're moving a lot of things in the backfield. You're moving the line of scrimmage. Um, but at the same time, you got to be able to uh, run the ball. But Joe Flacco has to be the one that has to guide this team down the stretch. Um, you know, not forcing any throws, making the right throws, um, being able to pick up protections off at the line of scrimmage, uh, being able to make an audible, um, live, living to play another down. It's a very huge thing that you see in a veteran quarterback like Joe Flacco. Um, I feel like there's been perfect examples of it um, that we've seen in the last three weeks. Um, you, you can sit here and compare talent all you want, but veteran quarterbacks and the knowledge that they have go a long way. Um, we can say that Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford are way past their prime, and Trevor Lawrence is a much more talented quarterback than both of them um, at, at the moment. At least. But these both of those quarterbacks have been in the league for years and years, and they've seen a lot of things. They're able to see the coverages before the the snap, um, being able to make the audibles um, that our young quarterback really can't. Um, so I think Joe Flacco is someone that has like the keys to the Cadillac here. Um, Stefanski trusts him enough, only being in this offense for three weeks to let him do what he wants because he he's done it all. He's done it all. And yeah. there's one thing that Flacco has 
and Stefanski doesn't, and that's a Super Bowl ring. Um, and it wasn't like Joe Flacco was just on a good team. Like he was, I mean, the argument for years was, was he elite? And I've always said he was an elite quarterback. Always. Being in the AFC North, we saw it, you know, twice a year for a decade plus, you know, 15 years or whatever, you know, it's like, yes, like, you know, everybody that, that doesn't watch him consistently, I get that argument. But if you actually watch him, man, he made the huge big time throws, uh, stuff that you just you don't see everyone else make. And uh, the, the biggest thing with Flacco is also how much he spreads the ball. We see some quarterbacks around the league that has their guy, right? And, and no matter what, if it's that guy or even if he's double covered, they'll throw it up to him just because it's like, I know I have trust in that guy. Joe Flacco has been here for a month. He, whatever he sees, he's going to throw it to like that. If, if someone's open and open enough, he has confidence in his arm to get the ball there. And you, if you look at that spread of like how many people he threw it to uh, this past week, it was insane, man. Like I said, like we had that massive throw with, through, with David Bell and Joku had almost 100 yards. Uh, Mark Cooper had 77 yards. Uh, you know, Mark Cooper, or not Mark Cooper, I'm sorry, Elijah Moore had over 50 yards. And and he even, in, on top of that, having David Bell, but he also had uh, Cedric Tillman that, you know, had a pretty nice game. So even go back, you know, five, six weeks. We didn't have that. You know, we, we it was Amari Cooper and sometimes Elijah Moore. We talked about it a few weeks ago where none of outside of those two players, no one has over 100 yards. And I don't think we can say that again. You know, I, I, I give it a couple more weeks and these guys are going to be really start to build their stats up. And it's not really an excuse and, and stats aren't everything, but spreading the ball around does, uh, does wonders, man. You know, it, it's not like always, ooh, this ball's definitely going to go to Amari Cooper. You know, you, you got teams got a game plan about everyone now. So that's that that goes a long way. And having a quarterback like that can then make those throws and and trust those guys goes a long way as well. So um, I'm going to throw these last two cowtails. Um, one's going to Kevin Stefanski. The other one is going to Jim Schwartz. Both those guys need it because both these guys need to make this game happen. It's going against a team that is, you know, kind of has momentum on their side going into this week. And if we can just kind of, you know, punch them in the throat and really stop them from going, <laughs> like Jim Schwartz stops that, <laughs> stops that run, stops Justin Fields, and Kevin just calls a really good game that makes sense. Doesn't get too cute, uh, you know, but really just believes in his quarterback and believes in his team, which you've weirdly have only seen these last two weeks um, of this year with Flacco. Like, continue doing that. And I think that's going to go a long way for both those guys get a cowtail. The throat I, punch. I knew you were going to love that. That's why I th- throat said it. Punch that bitch. Tim Schwartz is just going to have all the Browns defensive players just out there like Captain Insano just uh, (laughs) the I hope the Justin 
<laughs> nice <laughs> reference, dude. I love that. Uh, <laughs> um, so rolling into this next part, uh, Michael Lewis, real estate games to watch. How you feeling? What's a game that you're seeing that you're like, this is big? Here's my hint. Oh, boom. Oh, Detroit Lions um, hosting the Denver Broncos on Saturday night. Spicy. Um, yes. Um, Detroit coming off uh, a big loss to Chicago, trying to regain their focus. Uh, on the other side, you have the Denver Broncos, who just came off a big win against the Los Angeles Chargers, who are currently just getting blown away by the Raiders. Yeah, last time, which the Raiders didn't score a single point last week. Uh, uh, the, the, the total's up to 49 Forty uh, last when I walked away from the uh, thing to do this, it was forty nine to seven. We'll, we'll check it for kicks and giggles. Oh man! I, oh my god! What oh is my it? God. It's sixty three <laughs> to seven. Are you serious? Oh my god! Sixty three to seven, dude. Yeah. Jacoby Myers has a throwing touchdown on this game. <laughs> Look, I bet I bet the under on this game. Oh, what was the under? It was 34 and a half. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> they broke it in the fucking first quarter. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So we like, thought, we originally thought that that game with Miami and the Broncos was terrible. Oh, boy. Get ready. How much, how much left in this game? Oh, man. I can't believe I'm seeing this. There's 10 minutes left still. Jesus. Oh, that's that's absurd. Um, uh, so, Aiden O'Connell has uh, 19 of 32, 241 passing yards, four touchdowns. Um, Jacoby Myers threw one, two for two, 12 yards and a touchdown. Oh, man. Oh, and that's without uh, Jacobs. So they're on their backup running back. Um, so for me, this is a big playoff implication game that we're going to be seeing. And it's with the Colts and the Steelers. And both these teams that are, are, are fighting for a wild card spot. And it doesn't get any easier for either team down the stretch. So this game is massive for both teams. Uh, they're both, I believe, sitting at seven and six. And uh, especially the Steelers, man, their 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 rest of the season looks pretty rough. Their schedule looks pretty brutal. So this would be massive on their end, and and the Colts need to continue rolling. So this can be a, a big game and it also shifts around we've we've been on the opposite side of this where you know we need this team to lose this team to win like i feel like this is how if whoever loses this game is going to help out the texans it's going to help out you know it about it really starts the snowball so this is this is a big game and obviously you know we don't want either of these teams to win if it was possible but uh you know having the steelers 
you know, in the division, dropping another one and us possibly winning. If we win, they lose. We're up by like two games. Um, so that's going to be big. And I'm excited to see that game. And yeah, uh, I, I guess just going with the, the last little bit of it, man. Predictions for this game. Uh, at home, the Browns are 6-1 and one on the season. And... You know, I, I think the energy in Cleveland, we've been to a few games this year, obviously downtown. It's been awesome. It's been so awesome. And I, I think it affects everything down there. Um, they, I think you really feel it in the air. And I, I don't know. I, I think if Miles feels healthy, I could see it a repeat of what happened two years ago when we played that Miles just took this game over. And it doesn't matter how good we are on offense at the, at the time. Because we weren't good. <laughs> uh, but I think having this defense really shut down Justin Fields is going to be massive. And I think the Browns are going to pull this one off. I'm going to go 21 to 7. Yes, 21 to 7. Browns with a win. Um, unorthodox, but you know what I mean? I, don't, I think we're going to be, this defense is going to hold this team to pretty limited points. Well, I think. Um... The Bears are a little better than seven points. Um, but we'll see. I, will go, I will go 23-17 and, and a very big nail-biter and a Browns win. Um, I just – I know the Bears are for real, at least for now, and we should not be taking them this lightly um, like many fans in Cleveland are. Um, I'm just – I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, that's that's yeah. where I'm at. Um, it seems like it's been nothing but mad, bad news for the Browns. But it's like, you know, where where does this break off? Like, the magic, when does it run off? Um, we, we saw it for back-to-back weeks on the West Coast trip uh, from Denver to L.A. Those were some rough outings, but... Um, do we keep it going at home? Just keeping that that home record pretty strong. Currently at six and one. Um, the Bears are two and five on the road. Um, so this is this is a big game that Browns fans you got to show up. Um, last week was kind of ridiculous. Uh, tickets were running at five dollars a pop. Um, yeah. This is December football in Cleveland. The Browns are playing for something. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. That was basically a playoff game last week. And there was a lot of Jacksonville fans on that screen. Yeah. Um, Dude, tickets are I, under 30 bucks right now. It's it's it, crazy. Uh, I mean, it, I'm for it because I want to go to the game for cheap. But, yeah, it's it's massive. Dude, we have a potential to go 9-5. and five. Nine and five with fourteen people out for the season. That is a crazy statement. So, I'm sorry. Continue what you were saying. I I, I got excited. No, I you pretty much nailed it. Um, <laughs> yes. So, buy a ticket and get your butt in a the seat. There's going to be a lot of Chicago fans, and they're just as hyped that they have somewhat of a slight window left um, in December. So this is a this is gonna be a big TV market kind of game. 
Cleveland, Chicago, both cities love football. Midwest both, cities. Both teams are holding on for dear life. Yeah, uh, because really another loss is is pretty detrimental for this uh, Chicago team. Yes, the it's just you could say the same thing about the Browns. Exactly, they lose the game, they're taking a big step backwards because they head to Houston the following week, um, mm-hmm. and with a game like uh, Pittsburgh and Indy, those could have implications on your Absolutely. season. That these next couple of weeks are going to be huge, so. You want to get these wins out of the way. Get your get one this week. That way you can afford a loss on the road or, you know, a, a, against a bigger and better team because then you go and face the Jets at home and then you go to Cincinnati who is playing very well. And the season can very, very much just come down to that last game. Yes, absolutely, it can. And, and so that's what, you. You want to be in a position where you're not crunching numbers, and you do it too often. And we don't want to be in that scenario. So a win this week, it would be massive. Uh, like I said, and going up, you know, two games on your division rivals would be huge. So, you know, that being said, um, you know, go Browns. I'm, I'm super excited for this weekend. Um, you know, the classic, I'm going to just probably have a few beers and hope for the best uh, strategy on, on my end <laughs> will be in full effect. So um, go Browns, uh, subscribe, like, and we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks. Cool.